Okay. Welcome back to episode number 24. How are you guys doing? Guys, I want to just take just a second to recognize that we are streaming in 50 countries. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Round of applause. We are officially global. Thank Perfect. Thank you so much for the love. Uh, perfect <laughs> it's probably perfect by the way no it's, it's actually it's a great achievement the fact that we're close to the 25 episode milestone and we've already hit 50 countries and this is with very limited marketing just word of mouth people sharing their experience listening to the podcast thank you to all our loyal listeners perfect an online store will be coming soon we are still developing it where you can get your own merchandise hats and maybe other items but thank you thank you thank you for the support and now we're looking forward to hit the getting the next 50 on the board so we can reach 100 perfect <laughs> so you're here with myself olu shiwal pabilo and daniel on this week's episode we're going to be going into the power of reading why it's so important for us and we're going to get in some insight into how Pabilo read 52 books. I'm very, I'm very interested. In one year. I want to hear about this. I know Omari. Not picture books, time. yeah? It's time. No, it's time to. Also, another shout out. <laughs> if our loyal listener, Omari Edwards, is listening as well. I know you've been waiting for this episode, asking P about his book recommendations. So this is, this is going to be a very insightful episode for everyone involved. And then the book review will be taken by Pabilo. So stay tuned and let's get started. So, P, are you going to start off the episode yeah, oh, by oh. saying that you didn't actually read 52 books? No, or? no, I wouldn't. <laughs> let's, do, let's, do, let's do a kind of like a role play piece. So I'm going to play the person of someone who hates reading books. And during this episode, you got a pitch to me why book reading is so important, yeah? So let's actually, it's a, I like that. It's a good idea. So let I, so I P, I hate books. I rarely read. I don't have the time. I'd what? rather watch TV. I'd rather watch Netflix. Reading a book is a waste of time. So tell me why I should read. Yeah, but then that first question I ask you is, what is it that you're trying to achieve? <laughs> <laughs> you changed that back. <laughs> you switched yeah, that up. If you're... Yeah, that was, that was a quick switch up. My character development needs, needs some work. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can start from there. But no, what I wanted to do, I wanted to just share a quick story as to my journey uh, going from effectively zero, reading zero books for years to then saying okay this is actually needs to, this is actually the thing that needs to start happening so when did um, you um, stop reading books was this at uni when did i stop no the question is i never started oh so even at uni you didn't start reading books no not not the way not the way you should not the way you should okay cool so um <laughs> uh, but the thing is like like many of us so i would say it was up until so a couple, it was a couple of years ago where I just I was in this space where I just felt like I was I lacked inspiration I lacked new ideas creativity, but I just didn't know which where to go to to find that to find that and so um, I was just stuck I felt like, I felt a sense of stuck, and the only thing I had uh, for me if you'd spoken about reading books at that time, for me what comes to mind it's like the Harry Potter's the old mice of men stuff that we used to read at school. It was like, think books that were forced on you that had no connection with what you wanted to do. Uh, so it was a struggle to read just a few couple chapters. And then what happened was, 
a couple of things happened in 2017 where it's, it changed, I'd say, the paradigm for forever. The first thing that happened was we had a CEO of the pharma company back at the time, and he was given a town hall. And what he said was, um, after like, I think during a Q&A session, he says that he, he tries to read um, as much as possible, especially when he's traveling. So I was listening to this guy thinking, what is it about this reading? And, and what are you reading? Right. Um, and I used to think, I just, I just didn't understand. I was like, these guys are talking about reading, but I don't know what they're reading. And, and I used to read Harry Potter and that stuff was whack. So I didn't know where to go. And then, and then this is where the penny dropped. Um, is I had a close friend of mine who's very knowledgeable, very sharp, uh, got a lot, has a lot of credibility. And one day he was advertising his apartment because he was moving, he was uh, selling in Basel to go to Zurich. And when I opened up the pictures to look at the apartment, in his sitting room, literally one entire wall was just full of books. So imagine knowing someone for so long and realizing, wow, the way mm -hmm. you, the reason why you know what you know is because of these books on the shelf. So I immediately hit mm -hmm. him up. I was like, yo, what are you reading? Uh, so being in a space where you're lacking inspiration ideas and then seeing, hang on, this reading stuff might be like what makes the difference. So then I think I mentioned it before. And then I came across uh, a social media influencer called Ty Lopez. Oh, Daniel's about, Daniel's about to start laughing. He hits, I'm sure he's hit all four of us up with the uh, YouTube ads. That guy is on it. That's, that's how I know. Because, yeah. but, but what, what made me, what made, what, what erupted me yeah, was the fact that he said, um, he reads a book in a day. So I was just said, look, I don't understand what's going on here. I see, I know people that, that are knowledgeable around me that read. I don't know what they're reading. And this guy's talking about he reads a book a day. And I, I don't know even, I don't even read at all. So signed up to his mentorship program, went through that. Uh, there was a bunch of sort of... Wait, wait, wait. You signed up to Tyler Lopez? You, you got on the YouTube ad? Off the, the YouTube, YouTube ad. ad. This, guy, this guy is nasty. That's effective <laughs> targeting. Wait, I'm, 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 wait, how much does he charge? There was a program called 67 Steps, which I will highly recommend uh, for $70 a month. You have access. Okay. You have no, access. Is it, is it a yeah, month? Yeah, a month. You have access to a lot more. So it's it's the way the okay. way to see these things, and I think it's for another episode. Is you're paying to be part of a network. So I paid to yeah, be part yeah. of sixty seven steps. I got a lot more out of it. A lot more. So, um, but yeah, just quickly coming to quickly coming to the house. So the, the very last thing that erupted me uh, and and made me say, okay, cool, I need to commit to reading, is that there was a saying, and it said, if you want to keep. It was very deep, actually. If you want to keep something from a black man, you put it in a book. And around it, mm, yes, yeah. I've heard that so much. Ooh, please oh, say that again. That's they, kind of they crazy. Hit a nerve. They hit a nerve. Mm. If you if you want to keep something, <laughs> yeah, perfect from a black man. This is the quote. You can you can change black man with 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 any race, but if you want to keep something from a black man, you put it in a book. And when I read, when I came across mm. that, I erupted. I said, mm. "No, I need to basically hoard as many books as possible." So, uh, the Ty Lopez, what he teaches basically is he teaches you to look at books differently, and he says that books should be uh, your friend. It shouldn't be a one and done. You should you should use your books whenever you need it in in your journey. So his technique and the way mm. he reads a book a book a, a day is he goes through the he goes through the chapters, uh, the contents page. Sorry. And he, he says that the authors spend the most amount of time on the first chapter and the last chapter. So he will read the first chapter, he'll read the last chapter, and then he will select chapters in between that apply most to, his, to the stage of the life that he's at the moment. So what he needs to get him through the next six months or the next eight months. 
So he says, why do you have to read mm. a book from cover to cover? And I think that's where a lot of us perhaps get bored because a lot of us think we get to like the third, fourth chapter and we say, okay, it's kind of fizzing out. So he's mm. quite selective in what he's picking. So that was, and I, th- and I guess it determ- is, is based on, and the question you asked you at the beginning, um, what is your goal? Like, why are you doing it? Like, what are you doing it for? Because if you're reading a book for just improving your vocabulary, yeah. maybe it might make sense just to read it from the beginning to the end sort of thing. And you won't get bored because you're really just, or if you're reading it just to sort of pass time. Yeah. If it's a way for you to de-stress, then yes, maybe you'll just read it for from the beginning to the end. But I think it comes down to what is your purpose? What are you trying to gain from it? What is your purpose for it? Yeah, agree. And then it will allow you to understand, okay, how and what technique you should use for reading. Totally agree. And and um and so yeah, so I, so I start so it was I was obviously benefit I was obviously benefited from the fact that I had access to a list of books, so I didn't really need to think what do I need to read. Um, so I just started ordering from Amazon. Just started just started that process. Um, when you get into it, you realize it's like building any habit. The beginning is quite tough. But as you get into it, you'll find that you create times in your day where you start reading. So that year, I, all I did was literally read. There was no TV, no match of the day, no thing. I used to, I cut out most of the things I would do. Is that is that why you got rid of your TV? No, I got rid of it before. Uh, actually, no, okay. good question. I may, I think so. Yeah, I think it was around through that uh, mentoring program is when I got rid of the TV. So I would basically wow. wake up in the morning, I'd read for say 15, 20 minutes. Then I would read before I went to bed. I'd read uh, during my lunch breaks. I'd read in the evening. Uh, I'd read, especially when I'm to and from work, on the plane, traveling. And before you know it, uh, most books, most personal development books, I've got on average about 250 pages. You can get through that in, in at least five, six days if you're covering it at that level of frequency. So there, and what you'll find what's interesting is there are a lot of books, a lot of authors were in the space of personal development that kind of repeat themselves. So some books you would have read already. Okay, I understand what this concept's about. I can kind of miss a few chapters, pick up the key ones, make my notes and move on. Uh, some key books cover to cover. So um, you build up momentum and you find yourself in a space where it becomes very difficult to put a book down. Only simply because I was mm. thirsty for creativity, ideas, and knowledge. If I didn't have that thirst, I mm. would not have wanted it so much. Um, so I used to, when I went back to London, I would come back with my own suitcase and a suitcase of books. So it was just on on this hunt for for information, knowledge, and it was a uh, Tommy. I'm, I'm sure customs were looking through that suitcase. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, just a bunch of books. <laughs> They're like, "What's this guy trying to smuggle in?" Just a suitcase of books. So. <laughs> And um, there, were, there were many, um, like, quotes that, that, that uh, uh, Ty Lopez said that, that left, that sort of resonated very well. But that was, so that's, that's, how, that's how I was able to, um, to do it. Uh, it was pretty much just focused on, um, fully focused, fully focused on reading, using all the time I had to read. And the thing about it is once you get going and you, and you realise what's in these books, you don't want to stop. Because, but, yeah. but, saying that, but saying that, because you're, maybe reading the first chapter, last chapter, are you going to revisit certain parts? 100%. Again? So the thing is, what's interesting is I think probably about 20% of the books of the 52 books was from first, last, maybe two chapters in between. Because, because what you'll find is that most books, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. There's only a few golden nuggets in the book. Mm. And a lot of the chapters mm. can bore you if you're not careful. And that's what will put you off reading. Mm. So a lot, if you find yourself taking the first and last two chapters in between, you've got what you need from that book to move on. And that should be how we, that's, he's, 
he was helping to redefine the way of reading. And but, but, how, but how about books that build on previous chapters? So some books take you on a journey. But, but, but so those might... ones in particular, you read cover to cover because because, okay. and, and that's what I found myself doing. There was a lot of books where I said, "No, nah, this is too good to miss out. I can't. Af- I'm going to read cover to because I'm in a flow." So um, mm. and the only the only drawback this was, and this is why I've made the change this year. The one drawback was it was too much reading and not enough action. So I found myself in the evenings from seven to nine, reading, enjoying, smiling, but I wasn't, take, I wasn't taking the action. <laughs> I wasn't building the online businesses. I wasn't pushing with the property. Hmm. Now you could say, okay, that's, it's all part of the journey. It's fine. But then what I realized is, is um, you can also overdo it to the point where you've got. So, you know, is it, so, so it's the anal- like analysis paralysis. I, I was high on, on, on ideas. I was like, oh my God. Oh my god! Oh my! And it was literally like every week. And was it all the? And was, and was it mainly the self development so, books that so you're reading? Pete, mainly self development. I have I have the list list here. Uh, mainly self development. We can we can put this list on on the next post. All fifty two cool. books. Um, That'll be good. But it's good because it's interesting because you know how there's like this theme coming around that being motivated and reading motivational books and watching motivational videos has actually become more of a form of entertainment yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than actually getting people to do yeah. stuff because then you end up consuming all this content all the time like how it sounds like how you're doing with the books and then kind of taking your foot off yeah. the action gas so, so now so now basically my approach is is um it was so what and, and i know when you say 52 books people say what well, a book a week sometimes you may have one book that will, that will last you two weeks some books may you run in, in four mm. days but at the end of, at the end of the, the 12 weeks it was yet yeah, 52 books clocked in um and it was i would i i i mean it was for me now what i say basically is it was such a good habit and routine try to layer that with a high level of action so try and see if you can still do a book a week mm. plus put in action on your way to on your way to to take an action read on the, on the train and you're going towards i don't mm. know uh, looking at viewing a property read on the train Read on the, on the plane. So try and combine mm. it in that way. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's basically the story. Um, so it was it was it was a it was a it was a profound quote. Um, if you want to keep something from a black man, put it in a book. It was tapping into a network uh, of expert readers because Ty Lopez, what he does also in that in that in that membership, he also summarizes books. So I would I'd watch um, webinars in the evening about a book that he summarized, and there's a number of people also tuning in. And then you just, it's like a habit. Mm. So um, it's 52 book challenge. Oh. We're saying we down, yeah? Group challenge. I'm ready. We're technically doing it with our weekly reviews, with our weekly book reviews. That's true, actually. That's true. That's true. We are doing it. Um, No, on my side, I think, I'll say, I think most of the books or a large portion of the books that you're reading, P, are like um, self-development books. So like you mentioned is there's a lot of knowledge within those books that you can gain mm-hmm. um for the listeners i guess it goes just and when i think about it i'm similar to you i used to hate reading because in my mind reading was connected to either school university yeah. or it was like for a project i didn't see what i was looking to gain from it for myself versus just passing an exam or for like a school project that was always sort of what the gain was so then the only way I started sort of increasing that and changing my mindset was really just understanding what am I trying to really gain yeah. for it, from it. So like I mentioned to you, I feel like there's multiple advantages for reading and you've just got to decide which one meets your needs. 
and sort of read mm. towards that need or that goal. So I think for UP, you realize, okay, you're in a stage of your life where self-development is key for you. There's a lot of knowledge that you might not get around by the people you know, but you can get that experience from books that people have written that you might not even get one-to-one time with those sort of people, but because they've left a book for you, you can download that knowledge from them. So when I look at it, like I said, there's multiple reasons. When I was writing down notes of what my reasons or what are the reasons is one, to get a perspective of life. So a lot of people read books so that you can see other countries, understand other countries. You can just learn new things from or get a different perspective of life. You can do it to get smarter. So like P said, there's a lot of knowledge in books. And like P's quote, if you want to hide something, put in a book. So by reading those books, there's so much knowledge that you can gain. Um, Then you've got sort of increasing your creativity, improving your memory, trying to master a a trade or a skill, um, improving your vocabulary. So if you want a vocabulary like like Daniel over there, you know, pick up a book, start reading it, you'll pick up new words. Daniel Johnson. (laughs) Increasing sort of the goals that you you desire. So like P said, self-growth book. Um, reducing your stress so if you find out that you're stressed all the time you know sometimes people find it relaxing to go to a park pick up a novel read de-stress and then it that you know you know the, yeah. those just to add a one point to that Olu, those days where you've got the time to go to the park <laughs> and sit back and read a book you are having a good day enjoy that moment enjoy that moment and then the last enjoy one is moment. just really like stimulating your mind so sometimes we can become very passive mm. by just looking at a screen. By reading a book, you start to mm. stimulate your mind. Ideas start to um, come across. You start to critically think what you're reading. And in that way, you're able to sort of stimulate your mind. So I think the first thing you just need to define is what is the reason you're reading? And based on that, based mm. on that, um, that fact, then you should find what book meets the, that need. So if it's to re- improve your vocabulary pick up a book that you want to increase your vocabulary. If it's for self-development and knowledge, then pick up self-development books. And like P said, yes, read it, but also put the action into it. So I think for the listeners is first understanding why and then finding a strategy that hits you. And actually on on, on that, um, the reason why, because I actually similarly, I think around the time that Pabilo went through this kind of reading renaissance, if you want to call it. He was telling me about oh, it, and, and I was thinking... I like that. I like that. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, yo, P's, P's making a good point, actually. I should Because when I was younger, I know P was slating Harry Potter books, but for me personally, I really enjoyed I, reading Harry I Potter books. I was not allowed to, to the read point Harry where... Potter books in an Nigerian house. Witchcraft. Why? Why? <laughs> you bring a Harry, oh you bring a Harry Potter book. Oh Your parents are like, what is this witchcraft that you're Wait, reading? No, 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 no. <laughs> Harry, Harry, Harry Potter books as a child for me was what gave me my love of reading. I was, it was to the point where whenever a book came out, I would force my dad to go to the Woolworths, the local Woolworths store, to go and buy it on the day it's out. And then once he got it back to me, I would sit and read that cover to cover through the night. I loved it so much. So I personally really enjoyed it. Then when I got university finishing, I just lost that passion for reading. And actually, I didn't start rereading again because I was 
because there was a there was a reason or something that I was lacking at the time that I was aware of. The main reason why I was reading is because all the successful people in the world, people like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Barack Obama, all of these guys, a very common trait was the fact that they were reading regularly. So I didn't go into it trying to think, oh, I have, I have, because I mean, of course, I had some gaps that I needed to fill, but I was looking at it more of if there are all these successful people reading, then who am I to say reading's not for me? I might as well give it a go. And during that time, that's when I was having conversations with Pabilo and I could hear a lot about the energy and ideas that were coming from him. So I thought, okay, clearly it's a sign from the universe that I need to give it a shot. And then I started reading one book um, and I, we talked about it way back. The It's called Principles by Ray Dalio. And then yeah. it made me realize how much information there's out there that's available, building on what you're saying, Olu, that you can grow and learn about. And I'm just not tapping into for, for what reason? Just because I want to sit back and chill and watch netflix like come on i don't just to add to, to your successful um so i, f- I found well realized that only i went to i started reading the common thread between a lot of highly successful people is their ability to read a book a week or, or 60 books in a year mm. and warren buffett actually said i think somebody asked him if you could have a super skill what would it be and i think he said the ability to read faster both him and bill gates said the same thing yeah. um so, and, and I was just thinking, Olu, as you was talking, I just wanted to add on, on, on some of the benefits that I know that Ty Lopez spoke about. One, he said, the power of reading allows you to simulate the future. Because as you're reading, self, self, you could, as you're reading autobiographies and you're reading self-help books, you're getting, a, you're getting a chance to understand what the short to medium term future will look like based on what others have done. Mm. And, you know, they say uh, it's great to learn from your mistakes, but it's even better to learn from somebody else's. So by reading... You can you cut your learning curve dramatically yeah. because you're you're effectively picking up all of the sort of cheat codes yeah. that people have gone through. And I remember I remember also Will Smith said he said he said very nicely he said there's just two things in life you have to sort of focus on running and reading. The reason the reading because there's no problem in the world that hasn't been solved already and it's mm. somewhere in the book. And then with the running, it's the fact that when you're on a treadmill running, at some point your mind tells you you want to stop. If you can combat that mindset. Uh, you do you do very good in life. Mm. So, yeah, but but with with all the reading, I I I think well I believe that it's the benefits of reading are negated if you don't remember what you read. So it's essentially just you're just reading flicking pages, but you're not dissecting. Yeah. You're not you're not taking in what you're reading, and unless you revisit, take notes, and I think because some people might think yeah I want to do this, but I'm not I'm not a fast mm. reader. They might like to read at their own pace and try and digest things and consume things as they read it or take notes. I'm one person, if I see something, I'll underline it, write it down in my notes. Like, for example, when I first started reading, I wanted to improve my vocabulary my vocabulary and vernacular. So I would see new words and I would write them down and I'll try and use them in that week or in that day and try and learn a new mm. word every day. And That's if you're trying to achieve the goal of faith, 52 books in a week, you might go past the idea of actually trying to understand what you're reading and just trying to hit mm. that end goal. And that's the, mm. that's that's why I that's why I've Daniel, Daniel, is that taking a little little shot? No, 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 I'm not taking a shot because I'm no no no. I'm not taking a shot because people yeah. read at different paces. Some people can read no, fast no, of course, and take of it in. Some people course. need well, to read slower. What I, what I will say, there was definitely times where where I was thinking to myself, I am trying to get to that goal. Mm. Um, um, when I was falling behind, okay, just maybe perhaps go through this book a little bit quickly. But what you, but what I will say is that you can't, you cannot deny when you come across something that hits you. Mm. And so, 
And so to your point, uh, you, you as, as I totally agree with what you're saying. You're talking also about, a lot about the technique on how people should read and, and they should capture two, three key action items after reading. Otherwise, it was you haven't really put it to good use. Um, but when you're sort of new to the entire game and you just start reading, there are things that are going to jump out, slap in your face, <laughs> and you're going to just be like, I don't even need to write that down. It's on now. I know what, mm. oh, okay, I understand what's going on. The, the other thing, the other um, piece I wanted to just quickly mention was, when, when I had almost like a Denzel training moment situation where when I realized that, like when I spoke earlier about Calvin posting his apartment for, for sale or to, to, to advertise, and I noticed the books, I found, what I found is that reading amongst everybody else was almost like a secret. People didn't really talk about it, but they lived and died by it. You see what I'm trying to say? So when I found out, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 you <laughs> you say nothing to me, yeah? So it was kind of like, <laughs> that's how I felt, right? When I realized you guys are where you are because you read. Yeah. And I'm out, here, I'm out here reading no books. No, it's not about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was that was a lot of the energy in the beginning. So um but yeah, I find that people keep it it's not a secret, but they just maybe they grew up reading, so for them it's like, well, this is what I always do. Hmm. So yeah, but no, Dan totally agree. So, you know, people could start off with a different challenge or something I was doing when I was growing up. My dad said when I was living at home, I think about 14, 15, was to read one book a month. And that's how it was getting a book that you liked and you enjoyed and you just read it for a month. And then try, that was what 12 books in one month. And as you get over, as you get older, as your love for reading increases or as you find the type of books you want to read, you can increase that. Because there are many books that even I have today that I still go back to refer to mm. to look at certain things. And these are typically in the self-help arena. So there are things that will stand out that you would remember for the first week or two. But as time goes on or as you enter a new season in your life, you may want to kind of pick that up or try and remember what you read and you'd refer mm. back to that book. Whereas we're talking about cover to cover, that might be more appropriate for a fiction, a fictional book or a storybook or an autobiography. You definitely can't be skipping chapters of that because uh, obviously you'll, you'll miss key parts. But with the books that may be a self, the self-help, yeah, I do agree. There aren't, every chapter isn't necessarily uh, imperative you read, but you can probably pick, pick point um, the ones that you want to, to um, really delve into mm. a lot more. And do you, um, do you guys make a mark in your book? Because one thing that I like to do is just add post-its. So I, yep. I like, because I don't know, it feels weird for me making a, I feel bad on the book if I start making marks in the book. But nope. I, put, I, put, I put post-its nah, nah, nah. on every page. So then, as you're saying, Danny, when I go back to reflect about a book or I think, oh, I'm going through this. I remember reading about this in this yeah. book. I can go back to it, pick it up, and I can go straight to the post-its because I know those were the those were the personal key takeaways for me. Now, I um, I write on my book. I've basically mm. vandalized it yeah, because it's my it's book. And have... there's, 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 there's one Because there's one book I read. It said, this is your personal book write what you want because it's not books aren't always for passing on to people you want to refer a book yeah. write the book for someone but even when i write on the book i might also have a another a, um, a5 sheet mm. called a trigger page and every time i'm triggered by something i'll write it mm. down on that page and i might reference the page number so at least 
I've got a summary page of all the points that stuck out to me on one A5 sheet and I've got um, writings and annotations yeah, in the I book use, I use a very light pencil, cuz. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you've been, you've yeah, been hey, using pencils since you. You've been using pencils I'm exactly the same as you. I feel, like, I feel like these books, they've got their own lives. And if I'm just writing all up on them, I'm, I'm hurting the book. So I'd rather... So when I, when I, when I ordered books to, um, home, my younger brother, he, they, so please, some, some of my brothers will start reading them. Um, and Ishmael went through, he would, he underlined text with a pen, bro. When I, when I, when I came back and I saw it, I almost, I almost killed him. I said, what are you doing? And he says, oh, I didn't have a pencil. I said, are you? Cause these, yeah, you can't. No, but you, you, you have to, you have to, you have to allow him because it was, it was obviously it was, something it was. that's stuck out it, I think, I think the way yeah. I see it, because the books I have, we pass it around here. So we pass it around the rock. Like it's Dame okay. Dash, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like Lauren gets it, Mikhailo gets it, Ishmael gets it, my mom gets it. So if I mark it up too much, then it spoils it for them. So I have a very light pencil, you get me? <laughs> Question, do you guys, do you guys use um, Audible or any? Because I think that's one no, thing I've, I've moved away from actually hard no, copies. And I've now, like I signed a membership with Audible. As you what? And I- Go ahead, Oli. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I find it easier just because, especially when I'm driving, because I drive to work and back from work mm. and I can't be reading a book <laughs> behind the wheel. So I feel like by playing the Audible, it allows me to... Yeah, Oli, what are you, what are you telling me when you're, going, when you're not going to and from work, you're not just listening to Take Flight Podcast and repeat? I'm disappointed, bro. I edit it. So how many times I'm going yeah, to listen to it when I listen edit it? it? But it's just like it's just like it's just like reading. You can get you know never you can never enough. get enough. But of it. actually, no, Oli, you make a great point about Audible because it's been recommended to me multiple times. And to be very honest, I haven't got around to doing it because, in that sense, I'm a bit old school. I like having the physical copy in my hand. Mm-hmm. But there are moments I know during my day where, if I had Audible, I could listen to these books and really make the most of it. And then, on the flip side, I've had friends who are kind of mildly dyslexic or they just don't enjoy reading and for them they've got into the love of reading books through audible so it's a great it's a great app that i think comes highly highly recommended yeah we don't i don't i just if, for me it's just it's just it's just not for me i can't pay attention and the reason why i like reading itself is because it helps me focus. for my mental stimulation brain brain exercise and focus and i feel that we live in an age where you know, our phone will flash up. We ha- we take our hand reaches for the phone to see what message or notifications mm. come through. And if we're not careful, this generation will become one that can't focus on things for more than mm. three, four minutes. Because listening to something is good, but it obviously depends. It depends what kind of learner you are. If you're, you're a visual learner, yeah, kinesthetic, etc. But I need to I need to learn by seeing myself. Uh, otherwise, listening, I would pay attention for a few moments, but then I can easily switch off and forget even the last sentence that I listened to. Yeah, no, no, no audio um, so or Kindle just... stuff around here, boy. Straight hard copy book. <laughs> Kindle is Kindle's same as you nah, did nah, in the book. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, but Kindle's di- Kindle's different. It's got its or oh, I just can't read off. Like I, for example, I can't read. I can't use my phone where if I'm a passenger in a car. I can't read things and I start to feel, is it motion sickness or some sort of feeling that I get when I'm reading off Yo, my phone? Yo, you guys are, you and, P, you and um, P are aging. I'm living that lazy lifestyle. You live that lazy I, lifestyle. I, I, that, I, Dubai changed sorry, you. Sorry, guys. I can't read on Kindles. What's this technology? Dubai changed, Oli, Dubai changed you. Lazy. I even got to a point where I needed lazy a hard, uh, hard book. Hard back. 
Straight. Back. I needed that. My back. <laughs> no, I needed that. You're I, was, like, the I, feel, I feel more like a done when I'm reading the hardback. <laughs> no. But I think for me, the only downside for um, Audible, which they need to work on, is how do you take notes? Because I think that's the biggest part. So what I find myself doing, they have got, they've got a way where you can sort of save the last 30 seconds of a particular audio, um, audible, um, audio. So I do that when I hear something, I'm like, Oh shoot, I want to go back to that. I want to follow up on that. Let me just save it. Yeah. And it's difficult and it's difficult when you're driving, when you're driving. Mm. And then also it's like, you'd want that to be in a written format or at least sometimes when I'm at home and I'm listening to it audible, what I do is I take my notes on my iPhone and I write stuff down like, okay, this is a great area. Let me write it. Um, abbreviate it and then go back to it but I think sometimes it's good to just have the hard copy um, it's just for me the time I don't always find the time when I'm sitting still and can read a book so I always try to do it in my commute um, and audible is the way that I'm able to make sure I get the knowledge out of the books hashtag not an ad but there you've heard there you've heard it there you've heard you've heard about Pablo's reading Renaissance. No, I like that. That should be that should be the, yeah, that yeah. Should be the title of the episode. Reading Renaissance. The, the reading Renaissance. <laughs> Renaissance. Renaissance. Um, how he read fifty two books in a year. He dropped some good tips. And remember, you pass on a hundred percent of the book. You pass on the knowledge of a hundred percent. Whoa! Whoa! Let me just take a moment. Can we just take a moment? Let me quickly you, drop you you God. God. Daniel Johnson just started with a quote. Whoa. This is this never happens. But Daniel, you, if you pull too many out of the bag, we're going to overlook this. But Oli, do not edit that out. He's going to edit. I'll edit it. Don't worry. Go on. What's the call? You pass on knowledge on 100% of the books you read, and you also pass on 100% knowledge on the books you don't read. So Perfect. choose wisely. <laughs> so, so now with that said books 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 galore over to p for his recommendation of yes. the week suddenly if, if p suddenly reviewed just 52 books right now no but that's, the thing is, that's exactly what i wanted to do i was actually going to run through the 52 oh. books straight oh solid all right, all right, cool. all right. Go ahead, so go ahead. i haven't got i haven't got <laughs> Wait, are you, are you going to do like the book? Are you going to do from the the last, first one and last no, one and um, actually, no, choose a couple? Actually, go ahead, go ahead. Let's get into books. Maybe, maybe as I'm doing it, you guys can count and maybe I come up short in it. <laughs> right. yeah, so, so uh, in in this order, so I had Relentless, Way of the Wolf, How Successful People Think, Everything Store, How to Win Friends and Influence People, From Good to Great, The E Myth, Notes from a Friend, Success from Scratch. School of Greatness, The Richest Man in Babylon, The Decision Book, As a Man Think It, Bounce, Outwitting the Devil, High Performing Habits, Screw It, Let's Do It, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Rest, Phil Jackson, The Last Season, Ecom Evolved, the Capitalist, the Capitalist Code, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, How to Speak Money, The Power of Now, Tribe of Mentors, Drive, The Power of Others, Man's Search, Man's Search for Meaning, Rewire Your Habits, How to Get Rich, The Practicing Mind, The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Ads, Property Magic, Total Money Makeover, Rich Habits, The Secret, The Million Dollar One Person Business, The Miracle Morning, 50 Ways to Raise a Deposit for a Property, The Subtle Arts of Not Giving the F-U-C-K, Be Obsessed or Be Average, Unfuck Your Habits, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, The Power of Positive Thinking, Start With Why, The Click Moment, 
more sales, less time, talk like Ted, how to be a people person, sapiens, key MBA models, and the 10 keys to success. I think that was 40. I think that was 49, bro. You may need to go through that list again. I counted you at 40 or 60 because I didn't, I didn't know when the title started and ended. I think that's you want to that again. Nah, so what we should do is... No, no, no. So guys, thanks for listening to episode 24 of Take Five Podcast. Obviously, P skipped a couple of grades and classes in school. He didn't go to maths. So actually, the first question I had, and I don't know how you were going to break it down, but the first question I had is, if we focus on the top five, for example... What is it about the top five that made them the top five for you? <laughs> oh, he's doing it on this one. <laughs> what? Oh, it's okay. Before Pabilo answers this question, because the listeners can't see this on video, just before I ask this question, Olu, whose camera was switched off, suddenly the camera switches on and his face is one millimeter away from the camera because this is a running joke but whenever Pibilo Timbo has a book review Olu is on it with the question hey P you sweating go ahead wait, 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 wait. No, sure. I would be... so your, your question yeah so the question was that if we focus on the the mm. top five what is it about that top five that made them the top and no, no, no. You, that was maybe a bit about the, the genre that was the list of of the order of reading so ah, if they want okay. the top five, they're gonna have to wait until uh, we post, and we can put it on the. Mm. Okay. Oh, I was. I thought you were gonna say wait until you read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Nice. What's your, what's your out of it? Do you know which one is your favorite one? Ooh. If you had to choose one, no, if you had to recommend Babylon. one after we've just heard this list, um, which one would you recommend, and sort of why? Because I heard a few that I was like, okay, cool, that's a. That's one that I've read, and that's a dope point. So I'm just if trying to I think to which one would be one. your one. Uh... But would you be able to recommend just one? Because those depends. books are You're all in different if categories. It's, if it's a... Wait, no, no. When you say one, it's one for you. Because I feel like everyone's got that one book, which is... Okay, which is what was, and we can go around. Uh, or phrase it like this. What was, the, what was the one book that was most impactful? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I know for me, it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, when I read that book, I was like, Ooh, I would say, I would, that made my I'd mind just start, like, go in a different way. You look like... I'm looking, I'm looking at the Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now, you look like you're doing a solid soldier there right now. <laughs> <end. laughs> I, would, I would have to go with Tony Robbins' money. Have to. I think that was... Mm. Being, mm. being a finance person and mm. uh, thinking I knew what I knew, thinking it was everything, no. I think, I think I'd have to say... But that's from a money standpoint. If you had, I have to probably give you from a health standpoint, love and something else. But I think that was the book because it was, it was seven hundred pages, two weeks, and I literally didn't do anything apart from read that book. Like, and I and and Daniel's point, that was one of the books where after reading the chapter, I literally implemented what what the exercise was, and I and yeah. I I think that was, yeah, I'd probably say that's in the top three. Uh, Outwitting the devil is another one. That was a strong one. Big up. And then probably The Secret. Probably those three books. Mm -hmm. And we've done a book review on both of them. And we'll put that on the um, 
on the website so you guys can go look at it listen back and also purchase through amazon boom all right so ollie, oh, you done, you, ollie, okay. you done, ollie you uh you done with your questions or i, I just realized that p just got out out of reading a book this week he basically gave no, us. No, oh, you no, are no, doing no, a book I'm, review. Yeah, I'm doing book review. Why, oh, why shoot. Oh, shoot. and loaded. Ready to no, blow. No, 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 no. no. Oh, cool. No, no, straight, straight. So the, so the book review this week is called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to lie to you, yeah? I was a little disappointed. I was like, wait, this guy did not just name 52 books. No, 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 no. That was for, I was, maybe I, I it was put forward as still first segment. Okay, cool. So. But, the but I introduced the book review. What part, what part, what are you listening to? So let's pass it on to P with a book review. Well, we did this already. <laughs> Oh my days! Just leave it. Let it flow, innit? Yeah, yeah. I cut that. Let it flow. Go on. So are we in book, are we in book review <laughs> session now? Yeah. I thought we were in it before. Yeah, the way the way that I that the book review was your was your list and what why uh, why. Oh, no, no, this is better. Yeah. This is oh no, no, no. Okay, okay. So, cool. Okay, so the compound effect by Darren Hardy. So jumpstart your income, your life, and your success. So the compound effect effectively is. Small, unsexy, but smart decisions made consistently every day that are in alignment with your big vision that will lead effectively to incomparable sort of uh, incredible results. And it's, it's, a, it's an important, I think, concept and mindset to keep in mind when building habits and, and working on our journey. Because what I find is, is very interesting about this is that the results in, in this particular process are, are really massive, really incredible. But the steps in the moment are very insignificant. So you don't notice, a, like a, if you start waking up early in the morning, you're not necessarily going to see the upside or the payoff there and then. So in the, in the immediate short term, you don't necessarily feel um, the change per se, but it's leading to a greater good. So it's, it's and then I can go into sort of the main talk, talking topics. But the problem, the problem that Darren Hardy sort of spells out and, and wants us to understand is that he says, we're very much living in a um, microwave type society today or culture where we want everything to be instant. So we've spoken about this before. So um, he's talking about instant downloads, fast food, uh, um, sort of same day shipping. And he's urging us to trade wanting immediate results for immediate alignment with our core values. Because by doing this, if we're able to better understand what our core values are and internalize this, each action and decision that we make on a daily basis will help us move in, in the right direction. Have you have you guys, before I go on to sort of, talk, have you guys read this book? Nah, this is a new one. Nah, no. I haven't. No, new. Oh, I thought, okay, uh, this is actually probably quite common. Um, so, the, so the first way he introduces, or he starts talking about the compound effect was actually using the example of compounded interest, which a lot of you guys know from a, from a finance standpoint. And he gives you the example of, would you, and I ask you guys, would you take 3 million now or would you decide to have uh, one penny that doubles every day for 31 days? Say that again, Pete. So would you yeah. take three, three million pounds yeah. now or one penny that doubles every day for 31 days? For 31 days. Um, just because of the nature. Yeah, just... One penny or one pound? One penny or one pound? Yeah. One penny. Um, that doubles every day only for 30 days, did you say? 31 days. 31 Only days. for 31 days. For me, be, for, me be, for me, because of the nature of the question, I'm going to go in number two. 
Yeah, obviously. So it's... it's, 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 it's wow, Pete, crush my dreams, like, crush my dreams, bro. I was thinking I was being like really <laughs> agile and smart, but shit. But most people, because I think I think it's a penny then, it might even be a pound, but the, but the point... It must be a pound, because if a penny is not yeah. it's not over three million... These, you, you, these you guys are ready yeah, to correct you at any time, They're ready to correct you any time. You done the calculation, no? But what effectively does the example, the example we... If you take if you take the penny example or the pound example, it leads no. So it is it is one penny. I think it's five million. Exactly five point three million. So yeah, most exactly. people will jump at the three million. <laughs> most, people, most people will jump at the three million. Uh, whereas if you took the penny, you'd end up at five point three. So, and it says that we humans are very much similar. So imagine what we would be able to achieve if we decided to sort of read one chapter a day, or do an exercise for ten minutes a day, and we were to do this for three hundred sixty-five days. Mm. By the end of the year, how much progress would we have made? Mm. The thing about it is, is that at the time, it, it doesn't seem to be very, it, it's not like 10 minutes a day. People are thinking, oh, what's that? I need to do much longer. Um, and then he moves on to talking about unsexy fairy tales. So the $5.3 million or pounds, we said. No, I think it's 10 million, you know. But okay, 5, <laughs> 10, 20. No, 15, 20. 20. I think it's like over 10 but, million. But the, the, concept, the concept is, is clear. And, and the $5.3 million is, acts as the fairy tale ending. But the way you get there is not sexy at all. Mm-hmm. So it's that daily discipline. It's that, it's that committing to doing one thing that, that fits your, your core values every single day and not failing on it. And this is where I think uh, this piece got quite interesting, is that it's the small daily choices which are easy to do. But what makes it tricky is that they're also easy to skip. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to say, okay, I'll read tomorrow or I'll go, I'll work out tomorrow. And what you're doing is effectively pushing back your ability to compound and gather momentum. And then before you realize is one, tomorrow turns into two weeks, mm. two months. And then you got to middle of the year and you're thinking, oh, I haven't even started that goal that I said I wanted to do mm. at the start of the year. So you can't then expect to have that, that sort of incredible results by the end of the year. The last, uh, he, he helps us to understand the importance of momentum. So he calls it, hello, Mr. Mo. Um, high, performers are very, high performers are very well aware of, of momentum and they're working to, to get momentum to be their best friend. And he uses the analogy as a rocket. So a rocket uses, uses all of its energy and its fuel within the first couple seconds than it does for the, for the rest of its, of its journey because of the gravitational pull. And we're very much, our habits, building habits is very much the same for us. In the beginning, it's extremely difficult to make that change. But if we can if we can commit to 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 the small easy choices and and keep it consistently each day, we find ourselves building a great momentum that then just carries us. So maybe I can ask you guys at this time, what um I guess small daily choices are you guys doing to move towards your goals and and align with your core values? It this is basically back to Warren Buffett's um, compounding concept. So it's like um this is not sexy and i think that's the the thing you need to take about this if you want long-term wealth or long-term growth it's not going to be sexy no it's going to be doing the small thing over a significant amount of time and i believe like social media and just i I honestly feel like it's social media and social media has let us see a small few people or a small population of people's success and automatically we want everything now, 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 now. 
And we started living in this age where we, we just want everything immediately. And that makes us make a lot of bad decisions, life decisions. If it's in your, your health, you see people taking surgery versus going to the, versus going to the gym. And you see people, you see people, um, like try to do those short, like quick wins, like, okay, invest here and then losing their money quickly. And it's, it's really something that needs to change if you really want to be wealthy or if you want to see growth in your life or success is doing the ugly things, but being consistent and knowing that if you just follow the simple instructions, either that could be compounding when it comes to investing or the small habits, daily habits, like you said, waking up, reading every day, etc. You'll be surprised where you'll be yes. in five, 10 years. And I think that's a part that people need to get away from that short-term, short-sighted return and gratification and think about yourself in five, 10 years because a lot of the stuff that you were doing right now, we're only going to feel the true impact of it 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line. Yeah. And you'll see people spending all their money on social media, living their best life, but wait five, 10 years, wait five, 10 years. You'll see what, like, you'll see the difference. And that's when the the interest rate on those credit cards charge up. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) So it's like move away from that short term and go to that long term. So this book is really like, I love that concept and I'm going to pick this up, man. So I really like it. Are you sure you're going to pick it up or are you going to download it on Audible? Sorry, I'm going to download it on Audible. (laughs) Let me not lie. I'm going to download it on Audible. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, and, and then, and then no. just sorry, just the last two. Um, but I, I, to, exactly to Olu's point, totally agree. It's I think it's something which everybody we need to be aware of the the importance of 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 compounding, what it can do with how your how your habits. Because also we have to keep in mind that compounding works both ways. So it doesn't just work in 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 sort of good habits. It also works with negative habits. So what does, mm. what does a life look like when you're doing, let's say, you're eating fast food for six months? At the end of six months, your, your health is going to be significantly compromised. So this is, we need to keep in mind that it really works both ways and momentum picks up both ways as well. The, lo- the last two pieces is, he says, is called bookend your days. So, so book, B-O-O-K-E-N-D, your days. It's a lot easier to control your AMs and your PMs versus the in-betweens. So, so really try to have a stronghold on, on your morning routine and also how you uh, uh, switch off and go to sleep, because that is effectively where you can get the same effect as what he was saying as the rocket. Uh, a lot of energy used, and and that can really propel and take you off. Because again, we know in, in between is is where you're not necessarily always in control. Um, people are pulling you for different requests. You're 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 being used for different things. But at least in the mornings and the evenings, you have it to yourself to really build out a, a routine that can work for you. So. Um, the one thing I think share just the one thing that uh, we've tried in the past is, is it's been inconsistent, but it, I know it's worked really well, which is uh, waking up before five a.m. So this is something which um, I know me and Shua are, are are pushing and aim is to do it every single day, and then and then just use that time in the morning to be as productive as possible. Hmm. Very true. And one thing you when one thing you mentioned about habits is something that stood out to me is I remember a quote I heard: "Good habits are hard to form but easy to live with. Bad habits are easy to form but hard to live with." Anyway, 
Well, thank you for staying tuned to episode 24 of Take Flight Podcast. If you have any feedback for us, please email us at Take Flight Podcast or on Instagram, hit us up in our DM. And our Instagram handle is at Take Flight Podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend, great week. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah,